0: Monday nights, up late. Broadcasting from stolen land. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Satellite skies. Highlighting, DIY and autonomous politics music and subculture with a different theme each week.
1: Welcome to Halcyon Days, a show about love and rage, joy and sorrow, resistance and acceptance in the end times. The 3CR studios are on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nations. I pay my respects to Wurundjeri Woiwurrung elders past and present, as well as the custodians of the lands and waters across the continent where our content reaches. And in the context of this show, it's important that we recognise that Sovereign First Peoples have survived many apocalypses and continue to do so with creativity, strength and power. I'm Mia, I'll be with you for the next hour. On my last show, I gave voice to anger about climate inaction and false hope. Tonight, my heart is heavy and I'd like to make a space to stay with grief, loss and sorrow about everything that's gone and everything that's going. I've got songs lined up that I lean on in teary times, as well as poems that give voice to the lump in the throat, plus a conversation with a former hospital chaplain. Right now, I want you to check in with yourself about whether it's the moment for this for you. As important as it is to stay with difficult feelings, there's a time and a place. If you're feeling fragile, I suggest tuning out. You can always seek the show out on demand via the website. There will be moments of grief and darkness, so tread carefully and seek the help you need. If anything in this show brings up feelings bigger than you feel you can contain, I encourage you to lean on the resources available. Lifeline's 24-hour crisis support hotline is 13 11 14. We just heard Everything, Everything by Indigo Sparks, released in 2021 on Sacred Bones. Underneath me, 10 degrees C by Whatever the Weather. Last weekend, I attended a workshop as part of the Climate Carnival about how to talk to kids about climate change. And I realised again, as I do almost daily in my work with children, how badly they are hurting. Kids are angry, confused sad and frustrated. Many feel they don't have space to talk about their future, either at school or at home, let alone to do anything effectual about the wicked problem of climate change. What we need to do as adults, we were told, is to give them hope, realistic, active hope that doesn't water things down but empowers children to feel they have agency in the face of disaster. We need to present solutions and encourage action as an antidote to despair. I came away wondering if I ought to be working with kids at all, and certainly whether I ought to be contemplating having any of my own one day. I can't give them hope, because I have none. I can't tell them action dilutes despair, because my organising only seems to lead me deeper into it. Along with around 60% of young people, I believe humanity is doomed. These feelings aren't the whole story, about where I'm at, or where the planet is at, but they're what I'm giving space to this evening. I'll be playing tunes that let me sit in this space, that speak to loss and grief of different kinds. In between, words to keep us company, including an interview with a former hospital chaplain about facing loss head-on. Thanks for being here with me, in the cracks, in the mess, in the underground. I'd love you to stick around, Here's Nam local Julia Jacqueline with Less of a Stranger, a song that speaks to the pain of feeling you're living a different reality to your parents.
2: Never gone see my father when I close my
0: kind of a lot of a lot of things that are coming up to the fore at the moment as well, particularly in terms of the way that we imagine, for example, essential work and also sort of essential community life or essential caregiving um, and how those how those function. If we think about sort of the way that queer family often takes very, very sort of different forms and very, you know, important and meaningful forms that often don't match the picture.
2: and you will find it Focus and you will find it It can be so amazing It can be so amazing But life here's getting dull And I don't know how to pass my days anymore Lie down and. Rise up in the dawn, breathe in the morning, saw your blue car leaving to cross the bridge. To the dirt dust waiting, filtered through past, seasons changing, and if I get caught there, will the color of the earth change? crossed a line in the morning all six foot two shaken and your diamond arms wrapped around me in-
1: Sarah Mary Chadwick with When Will Death Come, from her album Please Daddy, released 2020. Before that, Squirrel Flower with Pass, from their album Planet One, released 2021 on polyvinyl. And at the top, Julia Jaclyn's Less of a Stranger, from last year's album Pre-Pleasure. You're with Mia on Halcyon Days, a show of satellite skies. We're making a special space for pain this evening pain about futures that are no longer possible, and all the voices lost along the way from screaming to closed ears. It's challenging to rest in, but so important. In 2020, I attended an online workshop called Grief as Companion, Finding Our Core by Falling Apart. I'd like to share a message of welcome presented by Melinda Varfy in that session, by way of softening this moment and welcoming all that arises. You are welcome here. Your love is welcome here. How you love, who you love, and your understanding of what love is are all welcome. We welcome you in all the ways your sexuality has and is unfolding. We welcome you in all the ways your gender has and is unfolding. We welcome you in your ignorance. We welcome you in your privilege We welcome you in your grief, in your guilt and shame, in your anger, in your dignified rage. Your quirks and ambiguities are welcome. We welcome your humor and we welcome your silent contemplation. We welcome the parts of yourself that are still figuring it out. We welcome your roles as entrepreneurs, activists, healers feelers, intuitives, parents, caretakers, students, artists, witches, diviners, change agents, magicians, educators and warriors. We welcome you at whatever level of mental and physical wellness you are currently functioning. We welcome your introversion and your extroversion. We welcome all of the experiences that have led you to this moment. Thank you for surviving. We welcome your wounds and your scars. Your emotions, all of them, are welcome as well. You are welcome here. We welcome your sacred connections to the lands on which you were conceived, the lands that hosted your birth and the lands of your ancestors, the lands that you are currently standing upon and all the lives that came before you.
3: setting sun film festival the film festival of the west is 10 this year come and celebrate at the opening night at the sun theater in Yarraville on thursday 11th of may or catch a film event or activity right through till friday 26th of may all setting sun film festival details and tickets are available online at settingsun.com.au the setting sun film festival is a proud 3cr supporter
1: If you're still with me in the shadows, thank you so much. This communion is beautiful. In their book, Life Isn't Binary, Meg John Barker shares an acronym to help us stay with difficult feelings like climate grief. The acronym is FEAR. F for find the feeling in your body. E for embrace it instead of trying to get rid of it or distract yourself from it. A for allow thoughts about it to dissolve and abide with the feeling. R for remember all of the other people who feel and have felt this way. You're not alone in your grief for the future. You're not alone in your hopelessness. You're not alone in the darkness. No, the darkness is alive and teeming. You're with Mia on Halcyon Days. This is 3CR 855 AM. More songs to feel sad to coming your way. Where in your body is the sorrow?
2: Life from above, there's no
1: Wildlife Victoria is a non-profit emergency response service committed to assisting wildlife in need across Victoria. Our trained and dedicated volunteers rescue and rehabilitate sick, injured and orphaned animals so they can be released back to their native habitat. If you see wildlife that may need our help, please contact us on 8400 7300. To donate or register to become a volunteer, hop onto our website at wildlifevictoria.org.au a 3CR supporter
3: 3CR's annual radiathon fundraiser launches in
1: June We need your financial support to be independent, community-controlled and focused on people rather than
0: profits.
3: Your support during Radiothon keeps the station radical and enables us to give voice to hundreds of people and issues for another year.
0: And remember, any amount you can afford makes a big difference and all donations over $2 are tax deductible.
3: 3CR Radiothon, show your support during June 2023. Stay tuned, stay radical.
1: It's just gone 11:43. You're on 3CR 8:55 a.m., and we just heard from Thibault with "See the World," then Wiseblood's "Movies," and just now to Sharky Miyaki, "Get It Right." Such lovely sounds. Music as a salve for end times despair is double-edged. I sometimes find myself plunged deeper into darkness as I think about the world of recorded songs and the stories they contain that will be lost with the collapse. I try to let my grief lead me to deeper appreciation. In the words of Martin Prechtel, grief expressed out loud, whether in or out of character, choreographed or honest, for someone we have lost or a country or home we have lost, is in itself the greatest praise we could ever give them. Grief is praise, because it is a natural way love honours what it misses. I express my grief proudly, because it points to love. In spite of all the envy I feel for folks who shrug at the prospect of civilization ending, the species going extinct, all the stories, songs, books, trinkets, artworks, Facebook posts and memes gathering dust, ultimately I'm grateful for this grief. It tells me I do care, even on days when the weight of pain makes it difficult to act like it. I'd love to share a conversation now with a friend who has spent lots of time thinking about grief and mortality and helping others to do the same. Maxim has worked as a hospital chaplain and counts among his other hobbies, piano, origami, collecting religious art and clothing design. He has a rich spiritual life and much to offer us lost souls as we navigate these challenging times. Maxim, thanks so much for joining me on Halcyon Days. I'm so grateful to have you on the show to contribute a spiritual perspective to our explorations of life in the end times. What kind of role do you see for religion and spirituality at this point when we're confronting such significant, especially ecological crises, but... um, I guess broadly, forms of collapse.
4: Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I suppose in a way, like my my one of my reflections coming away from, from theological school was that um, that sense of collapse that you're articulating across so many of the like major social institutions, you know, that and, and which this show is concerned with, that that's something that's definitely being mimicked uh, within the church itself. Mm-hmm. Um, where that that kind of traditional uh, institution um, of the Christian Church is gradually kind of like it seemed to me, and I am not necessarily saying it's the case everywhere, but it, 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 my my impression was that it was being kind of gradually eroded away. And you know, it, it, it seems like that sense of collapse is uh, kind of very much uh, present within within kind of traditional um, spiritual spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on the other hand, um, when you look at that collapse, like it, it's An incredibly interesting question from a religious perspective, because um, you know, like if you're, you know, if you talk about the apocalypse on your show, like the apocalypse is, you know, itself an extremely religious concept. Yeah, apocalypse, like you know, you're taught in um, in uh, theological school. Um, I can go full theology student for for a minute. Um, (laughs) you know, apocalypse. Um, you know, uh, means revelation in. in uh, you know ancient greek so um that's kind of where um the uh present usage of apocalypse comes from yeah and so whenever you bring up words like apocalypse um it, it always for me at least kind of you know gets my um spidey senses tingling and um you know because it becomes a very uh religious question like you know questions about the end of the world and the meaning of it all which which are the sort of questions you confront at the end of the world they are for me inherently religious questions and in a way, like if you think that the old answers are, um, are going away with the uh, post-Christian age that we've moved into, but what you're also seeing is there's very much a need for uh, new teachings and new articulations of what exactly like religion means in, in this space that we're
1: in. Mm, or more broadly, even what hope means and yeah, where to sure. find hope, yeah, where hope sure. can come from. I guess, ultimately confronting apocalypse and collapse is confronting various forms of mortality I know you've done work in the hospital chaplaincy space and I'm wondering what you may have witnessed in that work with folks who are confronting mortality in their personal lives I feel
4: like before I kind of went into those spaces uh, you know I'd always sort of you know sort of think of like joy and and sadness on the same sort of pendulum, yeah. You know where one kind of swings to, you know, where you have one when you don't have the other. But then I suppose more, I, I came away. With, I suppose a more what I would consider, you know, personally, be a more mature perspective because I was able to see that, like, you know, while while you might be sad about something at one time, you can also still hold feelings of of joy and happiness, mm. you know, and, and that even though something might be ending or something might have passed or something might have been lost, you know, there's still also joy that can be found around there.
1: That brings me actually to something that I wanted to ask maybe to finish us off, which is whether you have any practical tips for dealing with moments of intense grief, fear, or anxiety about things coming to an end or at least changing dramatically. I suppose I'm particularly thinking of stuff that people listening to this show would feel grief and anxiety about led to climate change in particular but collapse in general but you can definitely draw on your work with more personal situations of how you've coached people through that
4: yeah i don't know it's it's um i, I just think that sometimes uh things just suck you know um and i think for me my big kind of learning over the past few years and you know this isn't even really so much related to my study of theology or. Or my experience working in a trauma ward, it's more just my own personal experience as I've kind of grown up and had to deal with these sorts of things is that, um, yeah, all all you can really do is um, give yourself space to to kind of feel those emotions, you know, because those emotions are are real, whether it's um, because of the loss of someone you care about or or because of the current state of of, um, political affairs and, and environmental affairs and yeah I don't think there is any great kind of like magic pill to um dissolve those feelings, but um i think in a way if I can say this quickly that i suppose for me you know when you when you kind of wonder why why such things have happened or or why you know sad or terrible things are happening um is is that it kind of it begins to like draw you into the into a relationship with with things that are inexplicable um, mm. I suppose, and um, I don't necessarily know exactly what that means, but I do think that there's a greater kind of humility that comes then, um, mm. and I, I think that humility is 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 really important in in, in dealing with everything. Um, and I think that that's kind of the one beautiful thing I, I learnt from my time in uh, studying religion. It was just always trying to be humble, whatever may comes, whatever may come, sorry, because, um, you don't really know what's going to come, you know, and, um, you don't really have as much control uh, as you think over what's going to come. Yeah. Um, yeah. So
1: embracing uncertainty.
4: Yeah, I suppose so. I suppose so. Yeah. And and also just trying to look for joy, you know, and and trying to um, find companionship in that uncertainty too
1: awesome thank you so much maxim it's been a treat to have you on the show and hear some of the wisdom that you've gathered over your journeys in the spiritual realm
4: no worries mia it's been a real pleasure
1: beautiful words from maxim i hope if nothing else you felt some sense of companionship through the show tonight some days there's not much more the world can offer us than you are not alone for me, for now, that will have to be enough. Thanks for joining me on this journey of pain and companionship amidst the mess. You've been listening to Mia on Halcyon Days. This is 3CR 855 AM. To close the show, a blessing of radical gratitude from Adrian Marie Brown. Then, Birthday, a track from Tammy T that has that melancholic jackpot feeling about it. The feeling of dark delight that comes from realising other people can be the same kind of pathetic as you. It's not much, but it's what I've got for you tonight. Some company in the dark. Much love. You are a miracle walking. I greet you with wonder. In a world which seeks to own your joy and your imagination, you have chosen to be free, every day, as a practice. I can never know the struggles you went through to get here but I know you have swum upstream and at times it has been lonely. I want you to know I honour the choices you made in solitude and I honour the work you have done to belong. I honour your commitment to that which is larger than yourself and your journey to love the particular container of life that is you. You are enough. Your work is enough. You are needed, your work is sacred, you are here and I am grateful.